Uh, how's everybody doing this morning? Good? All right. This morning I'm going to start out, and uh, I heard a really funny joke the other day. And uh, I've told a couple folks, and uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Jesus said to John, he said, Come forth, and ye will receive eternal life. John came in fifth, and he won a toaster. <laughs> a little Christian humor this morning. Uh, this morning, we're going to be uh, talking about uh, Roundup. Anybody, know, anybody ever use Roundup at home? Kill grass, weeds, anything? So, most everybody. We're going to talk about using Roundup in your life. Uh, we're going to start in Matthew 13, and we're going to, uh, I'm going to read this verse to you this morning. A farmer went out to sow his seeds, and as he was scattering the seeds, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate them up. Some fell upon the rocky place where they did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly, but the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had not had no root. Other seeds fell among the thorns, which grew up and were choked out by the plants. Still other seeds fell on good soil, and crops were produced. A hundred and a hundred sixty or thirty times what they were sown. Whoever has hears, let them hear. So, we're going to talk about the soil of our lives. A lot of people, when they teach on this, they talk about, well, as an evangelist, sometimes you'll preach the word and some of it will fall on a, on a hard heart. Some of it will fall on this part. Well, I'm going to think about it from the Christian standpoint. What kind of soil do we have in our own lives? Uh... The first soul is, uh, you need to plow your soul. I'm a farmer. I grew up farming my, just about my whole life. And one of the most aggravating things is when you're out there and you're trying to pull the planter and you hit rocks and everything else, the seed bounces out of the hole. And it just doesn't get deep enough to have a root. And it says, as he was scattering the seed, some fell on the path and the birds ate them up. When you're, when you're farming, you drive your tractor out through the field. And if you, uh, and have you, has anybody ever planted a garden? Anybody? So you know, if you don't get that seed just deep enough, the wind uh, uh, knock the dirt off of it, the rain or, rain or wash it away, and it just won't stay deep enough to actually grow. Uh, the first type of, uh, type of soil described here in the parable is the path. The path is tough and, and hard, and when the seed falls on it, it doesn't, even, it doesn't get any soil on it. Uh, it. It won't go in the ground, and what happens is the bird comes by, and it just picks it up and flies off with it. It's kind of like our Christian walk. We'll have somebody like Pastor Stan come up here and we'll, uh, and he'll preach the message of, uh, of salvation. Well, we'll say, okay, I'm going to take this in. I'm going to take this in. Uh, what did he just say? Nobody pays attention. Falls on a hard, hard heart. You have to cultivate your soul. You have to plow that soil to be receptive to what people are telling you. The path is packed down hard. We've had hard lives. We've, we've hit hard times. We've had people die. We've had people sick. We've had these things happen. Do you know that 95% of the atheists in, in this world today were Christians at one point in time or another? The reason why they are atheists is because they've had all these bad things that have happened to them that's hardened their heart. And they're like, you know, I just don't have enough faith to be a Christian because God's let me down so many times. God doesn't let people down. Now, you can make yourself believe God let you down. So what you need to do is get in the Word and plow the roots. Plow, uh, make the soil a little bit softer. So when somebody's talking to you and trying to tell you stuff, you can be more receptive to it. 
the second type of soil that he talks about is the rocks and the rocks and with with very little dirt. We call it buckshot ground. And then if anybody's ever been been in buckshot ground, it's it's got little pebbles in it. And what was one of my favorite things that happens is uh you'll be planting and one of those little rocks will get lodged up in the uh in the seed too, and the seeds won't fall out. You sit there, you be you be trucking along, and you ain't planting nothing. And then sometimes you have uh, them big sandstones. Anybody have sandstones in their yard at home? Anything like that? Just think about those those rocks falling on that that little bit of dirt and that sandstone. Well, it springs up, and it's like, yay! I'm a Christian. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna live great. I'm gonna go to church. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna be just like everybody else. Well, the first time somebody shows up and they say, "Well, you can't do this." Well, Bible says this. Well, this is this. And the atheist comes up and says, well, your, your thing's wrong. Well, you know what? They're not strong enough because they didn't put their roots deep enough in this book to survive it. However, if the roots are deep, the plant will survive. And its very survival proves that it is a strong and healthy plant. The sun is an absolute necessity for the plant to grow. Without the sunlight, which is in this book, processes of photosynthesis cannot take place and the plant will die. If you don't spend time in your word, if you don't get your sunlight, S-O-N-L-I-G-H-T, not just sunlight, then you're not going to have a leg to stand on when, when the wolves come to call. The next, uh, the next thing that I want to talk about is the weeds in our life. Who, who, who thinks they got junk in their life? Who's got weeds in their life? Everybody ought to have weeds in their life. It, it may be, it may be a, a temper while you're driving down the road. One of my big, one of the biggest weeds in my life is my temper while I'm driving down the road. You can ask my wife. My wife's like, would you just calm down? I'm like, but they did that. And she's like, it don't matter. We're still going where we're going. Just chill and calm down. As Christians, we are held to a higher standard than any other person on this earth. Anybody else agree? Amen. When somebody sees you speeding, they're like, well, that guy's a deacon of the church and he's, he's in a hurry. Somebody sees somebody drinking alcohol. Well, that guy goes to church. I guess, uh, I guess he's a hypocrite. I'm going to let you know, if anybody is in here that ain't a hypocrite, go ahead and stand up and walk out because everybody in here is a hypocrite. Everybody in here has done something one time or another and then taught against it. Don't take that cookie. And what's, uh, what happens? When mama tells you not to take the cookie, then mama turns around and eats the cookie while she's still cooking dinner, right? Anybody understand that? Can I get an amen? I know I'm that, I'm that way. I'll tell Haley no and then I'll do the same thing. The third type of soil is thorny. And, and weedy. Being a farmer and uh, try, when you're out there planting, there's nothing worse than being like, man, look at all my crops. And then two weeks later, you come back and you can't even see them because the thistles and thorns and jap grass and the uh, morning glories, everything's just taking it over. So what do you do? You go out there with something called a cultivator and you drag these shanks along and you, and, and you retake your field. You use your Roundup Make sure that you have Roundup Ready seed. If you don't have it, I mean, you're going to be replanting pretty soon. But the thorns and the thistles, it, where you can see where in the fields where they're real thick and they're, and they're growing lush, your seeds are, or your plants are real small. But out there where it's real clear and real pretty, you'll have real big, vibrant vines and, and, and nice stalks of corn and everything else. I'm telling you, one of the hardest jobs I think I've ever tried to do in this life is try to grow a Wonderful, beautiful stock uh, stalk corn. You see them, them, them big fields of corn on, on TV, and it's like, man, look how pretty that is. Yeah, that ain't real life. It don't happen that way. You'll go out there and you'll 
cultivate and you'll spray and you'll go out there and you'll be like, oh man, we're going to you come back two weeks later and half of us dead. You're like, what was I here for? It's hard. It's hard work to get out there and pull the weeds in your life. People can be weeds in your life. Video games can be weeds in your life. Who's a workaholic in here? Working can be a weed in your life. Me and my wife had to take a vacation last week because I literally was so wound up with work and this, that, and the other that I just said, we've got to get away. We've got to go do something. I said, if I spend another hour at the John Deere place, I said, I'm going to have a heart attack and die. I said, and that's one of the weeds in my life, my job, because it's very stressful. I take my job very seriously, even though I'm just a parks guy, I know, but work's a weed in my life. You know, another weed in my life, and me and my wife have argued and talked about this one a lot. Anybody have a problem with one of these? Does anybody, does anybody say, hey, will you put your phone down for five minutes and talk to me? I don't care if it's your youngins, anybody, anybody. That's one of my biggest weeds in my life. Guess what? I talked to my wife the other day. I said, this is one weed that, that I'm going to start plucking more. Spend more time with my wife than on my phone. I listen to a lot of audio books. Well, I'll come in the house and have my, earb- my earbuds in there. My wife be talking to me. She thinks I'm paying attention. Nope. <laughs> is it right? Nope. Do I get in trouble? Yep. <laughs> but you got to cultivate the weeds out of your life. If there's something that's sucking the life out of your happiness, out of your marriage, out of your job at work, pull that weed. It's, all you have to do is pick it up and get rid of it. Cast it to the side and it'll be done. I've never seen, I've never pulled a weed, threw it out of the, I threw it out of the field and it regrow the roots into the ground and it survived. As long as you remove the root from your, uh, from your life, it will be gone. The thorns grow up quickly and they choke out the plants. The weeds consume the water and all the nutrients that should be used for the plant's nourishment and so they die. We can't let these things suck all our nutrients out of our life. They can't, we can't let it suck all the happiness from us. We can't let it suck all, I can't let it suck all the time away from my wife. I can't let it suck away from the time from my family that's here this morning. We've got to do better as people in delegating what's important and what's not important. What's important to me may not be what's important to Haley. What's important to Brother Mark isn't going to be the same as what's important to Brother Warren. But one thing that should stay constantly important is our walk with God. The last soil that, we, that I'm going to talk about this morning is the good soil. The soil in our lives should be fertile, have plenty of water, have plenty of weed and feed on it, the meat. And you know what? Not one grain of, of, sand, of dirt can grow a plant. It takes lots and lots of grains of, of dirt to grow a plant. So, as a congregation, we're all dirt. Um, the Bodies can't come in here and have a church by themselves and say, yay, we're just going to have this church right by ourselves and be here and then Kurt's going to be the leader and, and we're going we're to have all these people, that, it's just us three, but we're going to be the biggest church in Mobile County. It doesn't work that way. It takes numbers. To grow, you have to spend time with other Christians. You have to get that nourishment from other Christians. You don't get your nourishment from the thorns and thistles of this life. And it's full of them, full of thorns and thistles. You're not going to let somebody come in. You're not going to have a rock stand in your way because all you got to do is pick it up and cast it away. This fool is full of fertilizing moisture. It has all the nutrients for all the seeds to grow and reproduce. After you have cultivated your walk with God, He calls us to bear more seeds and spread them to help others cultivate and live their lives closer to God. Just because we're growing and we're learning, and we're becoming better people, better Christians, more Christ-like, 
doesn't mean our job stops there. Our job is to continue to grow. Our job is to, to is to, for a better word, infect other ground so that our flowers of Christianity can blossom and grow there so they can multiply so that we can show the world how beautiful this place could be because I'm going to tell y'all folks this place is a, this world's an ugly place right now anybody disagree with me the only thing that's going to make it better is if we infect the whole world with the, with the word of Jesus Christ that's what we have that's what we have to offer we have nothing else we may have millions of dollars, but you know what? When, the, when we all are dead and buried and gone, that million dollars ain't going to mean nothing. It's the legacy that we leave behind. It's the soil that we leave behind that matters. We have to do a better job at cultivating the soil that we have now so that when we're gone, the Christians that come behind us can say, you know what, they left a real good fertile place for us to continue to spread so that they can leave a better place for people to continue to spread. We're having a hard time now trying to weed out our lives. We've got Facebook, we've got TV, we've got all this goofy stuff on TV that, that, that are trying to call our attention. We've got to do a better job at getting rid of that stuff because it's not important. Today, I want everyone to, uh, to think about this and to um, pray about doing better. I want us to hold each other accountable for things. If the world is going to hold us to a different standard, then we should hold each other's to different standards. Anybody agree with that? If we have this problem, if we know this person's got a problem, we should hold them to that problem. We should pray about that person. We should pray for that person. We should pray that that person comes out of that problem. We are just plants right now. We're not, uh, we're not, we're not budding out. Pastor Stan prays about, uh, preaches about it all the time. We're here. We're growing. We're, we're growing very vibrantly in here, in this in this church. But I want us to grow so big that the blooms will go outside of the church. The seed, the birds will come up, and pick the seeds up, and spread the seeds, the good seeds. We've got to do a better job of promoting us as Christians, not just at Northside Bible Church, but as Christians. We got to do a better job promoting ourselves here. Anybody agree with that? We are our worst enemies at promoting. Everybody says. Well, I want to pre- I want to go talk to that person. I want to go preach to this person. I want to go and give this good news to this person. But what if they don't want me to? What, what, what if they don't like me? What if they pull out a gun and shoot me? Oh well, if they shoot you, you go see Jesus quicker. I mean, I guess, I, and I see it a little bit differently than most folks do because I'm a hardcore get out there and evangelize and there's nothing that you can do on this earth that can hurt me because after this earth, there's nothing you can do to touch me. We've got to do a better job at being the plants of the world. We are the oxygen to the world. Without trees, without the, the flowers, without the corn stalks, we have no oxygen on this earth. As Christians, without Christians, this earth has no chance. None. Because they're not going to figure it out themselves. We had to have somebody come here. We had to have a bunch of old people who died a really long time ago leave us instructions on how to get this earth through these times that we have today the times they had 20 years ago, the times we're going to have 50 years from now, we have instructions for them. We've got to start picking them up and using them. We've got to get out into the communities. We've got to talk to folks. We've got to put down roots in the communities. We can't just put roots down in this. I mean, we have some really good church couch potatoes. Now we need to be... Um, anybody ever have morning glories at their house? Anybody? Does anybody know what morning glories do when you plant them at their house? You can plant one. 
within a year, you'll have 400 of them and they will take over your whole yard. So if you want morning glories, if you want a flower that you just despise, plant a morning glory. But we need to be morning glories. We need to let the sun shine on us so that we can go out into the world and grow. We don't want to just grow here at the church. We want to grow out and big and blush and beautiful. This morning I'm going to open the altars and I'm going to uh, say if y'all want to grow to be bigger, better Christians and grow out into the community, just come up here and, and, and pray this morning. And I think all of us as, as a church want to be that way. We all want to grow out more.